Resilience in the End, a weekly podcast that recognizes we're in serious trouble, but stubbornly focuses on how to find community and joy in the chaos. I'm your host, Polly, and today we are going to talk about activism. So we both philosophical and tactical, a little something for everyone, but really we're talking about what it is and how you can find ways to participate that suit both your lifestyle and your sense of self. And I wanted to focus on activism at the beginning of this podcast because like activist and activism can often feel like a four-letter word. Uh, just because there's so much stigma, baggage, and weight that comes with saying, I'm an activist. My goal today is to convince you to take on the moniker of one taking action. Because I think whether you define yourself as an activist or not is pretty irrelevant. Because if you're doing something worthwhile for your community, it can probably be defined as activism. And we can end the conversation there, whether you're formalized as an activist in a certain organization or you shy away from the word, it doesn't really matter. It, the whole the whole point of activism comes from activation. But what exactly should that activation look like? It really depends on so much, both on what your community needs and what you yourself are reasonably capable of. And I think that often butts up against this idea of being a good activist because there's no good answer. As we talk through this, I just want to convince you that activism is not a one-size-fits-all thing that you check off. Like, you have been to a protest, you got the shit beat out of you by police, you're an activist. You go to your city council meeting, you are an activist. So just if the models that you're seeing around you don't feel right, pursue something else, but just always keep in your mind the, the activation part of activism. All that to say, let's talk about where you fit into the sphere of activism, and rather than just saying stuff, activate yourself. Let's start basic with a definition. Activism is action on behalf of a cause, or action that goes beyond what is conventional or routine. But that definition is super broad, right? It can relate to anything, any philosophy, any, you know, cause. Um, so because of that, it's often difficult to figure out what exactly activism is and what makes someone an activist. In the hubbub of our everyday lives, it can be really difficult to pinpoint exactly which of our actions are performative. Um, hello, me shit tweeting my governor on Twitter, um, you know, not particularly effective, you know, maybe doing something that the community doesn't really need, or what's actually, you know, a useful bit of activism. To get a bit more specific, I want to talk about the different forms that activism can take, and I really like the three strands that permanent culture now defines as, like, activism, and I think that's kind of a helpful way to begin uh, niching yourself down into what activism can look like for you. So first, uh, demanding solutions to contemporary problems through the taking of oppositional stances to mainstream policies. So this to me would include the actions we would typically define as like, that's an activist, right? You go to protest, you strike, uh, you go to a sit-in, 
you're blocking roads, um, demonstrations in city buildings, things like that. This may also include engaging in the traditional political sphere. Uh, the second strand is undertaking activism, which manifests itself through the creation of alternatives to the dominant system through the construction of new ways of social behavior. This is very near and dear to my heart personally. In plain English, this is talking about offering alternatives to shitty systems, right? You can say all day that capitalism bad, uh, you know, US no good, but that's not activism. The activation part is actually beginning in some ways to create the world you would prefer to see. So this could look like food house or worker cooperatives, time banks, community garden, wealth or resource redistribution, making public art that challenges the status quo, and then workshops or educational programs that teach skills um, to step outside of the system. So this one is certainly near and dear to my heart. After doing the first part, um, you know, the traditional protesting and going to city government and things like that, I realized that for me was not right. Um, and the second strand was was more in line with with my capacity and my passion. Uh, so again, things will speak to different folks. And then the third one is revolutionary activism that is concerned with fundamental change of society and its major institutions. So these are big picture actions, like when we're thinking of shutting down the means of production, um, disrupting large events like COP or, you know, other large climate events or tactical violence, which may be against people or specific locations that are actively harming things. And um, obviously, I have never participated in any of those and would never condone that anyone do anything like that. Anyway, as you can see, the range of options for what activism looks like is super vast. Uh, like, again, these are just a few ways that you can activate yourself. And this is what kind of I've seen and I've tried. Obviously, there are things far beyond it. So let it start as a jumping off point, not a final list. An activist is simply someone who moves their beliefs into affecting the real world. No more, no less. And so then we get to the question of like, okay, well, like, how do you tangibly move your beliefs into the real world? And for me, that is very simply skills. Uh, you know, far too often we assume that like the only skills useful for fighting against the world injustices are these very practical ones, right? A, like a deep understanding of community organizing, you know, your like an anonymous level uh, knowledge of like how to disrupt the mainframe question mark question mark right a, a, like a policy degree and the ability to draft legislation i just don't think that's true so experts and their unique skills are certainly super critical but the rest of us normals and our normal skills also have an incredibly important role to play as well you know, just like I said, my place in the activism sphere is no longer in public policy. I tried that. I think it's horrible and I hate it. But there are people who are supremely skilled in organizing in that way. And, you know, we can't all just just ignore local politics. Um, so more power to them. My skills don't fit in there. And that's absolutely fine. You know, we need to have people who have the capacity to 
understand how we begin to dismantle unjust systems. We also need people who can help us imagine what the world will look like afterwards. We also need people who will take those little sticks of dynamite and help the dismantling move a little bit faster. Even if we don't have the practical skills of organizing and what we consider activism, we all can have the extraordinary vision of what we want the world to look like and use our unique skills to help create it, right? We need alternatives. This is this is the joy and the hope in chaos that I'm talking about, right? The chaos does not go away because we start a community garden, but it does begin to create a vision of what the world could be like that that makes the continued fight worth fighting. So let's talk these revolutionary skills and, you know, trust me, you've got them. Uh, again, I'm going to talk through a little bit of a list, but there's just such a plethora of skills that might be considered revolutionary, right? Like, have you ever seen knitting activism? It's totally a thing. Um, so even, even your knitting can turn revolutionary. I truly think that the only way that a skill or a talent isn't useful to the revolution is just because you haven't yet thought hard enough about it. Uh, you know, we all have these visions of the frontline activist waving a sign and maybe like throwing a tear gas canister back towards the police. But someone had to make that sign. Someone had to post on whatever social media about the time and the date. Someone had to make the graphics. Someone had to make the snacks that were at the starting point and someone needs to provide housing for the folks who came from far away. There's just such a variety of skills behind that like frontline activism that we ignore and should be appreciated and are super, super critical. So again, I will include this full list if you'd like to take a look at it and get your brain working, but I broke it down into four parts. So the first one is practical skills. So this can look like de-escalation. Um, you might have training in de-escalation like me. You might be a parent of two children that are constantly trying to rip each other's hair out. <laughs> de-escalation. A teaching or an education background. You know, event planning and marketing. So I donate my marketing skills to an anarchist collective um, doing really cool things. It's not sexy, but like I can schedule a Twitter post it, it, it works. Maybe you have experience in fundraising. Critical, always. Uh, maybe you have first aid background. If you know CPR, if you were an EMT, what an incredibly critical skill. You know, it could be gardening. It could be cooking. Do you know how to cook awesome meals for super cheap? What a great skill for any kind of organization or for any community that is facing food insecurity. Like there are just so many practical skills. All you need to do, again, is take those skills, apply them to your belief, and translate that into real world action. So as an example, I love to cook. I can find good deals at the store because I'm always on a very tight budget. My belief is that everyone in my community should be fed. And so my tangible real world action is joining this organization called Lasagna Love, which you should check it out. And you sign up to make a lasagna and maybe I usually make bread with it once a month. That's what I can afford. I will make a lasagna for our family, bring it to them. Boom. 
right? That's pretty revolutionary. Feeding someone that you don't even know because they ask for help and you care. Like very simple things like that. So skill, belief, action. That easy. So the second part is artistic skills. I don't have many of these, um, but many people do. Illustration and design, music making, banner and poster making, graffitiing. All of these are so applicable to movements. As you're building a movement, you need visuals, you need music. And if you have that skill, what a fun thing to share. Everything is more fun when you can look at it. <laughs> Technical skills, you know, web, social media skills. Again, if you have built up a big thing on Instagram, you can donate that skill to other folks. Research know-how. You know, for example, if you have good Google skills or just a lot of time and, you know, something is happening in your city that you want people to know about and take action on, right, you can be the one to create the document with information about what's going on, who to contact, what action to take, and share that. So, so critical. Are you a schmoozer? Are you a networker? That is such a critical skill to connecting people. Like, even if you are not taking any immediate frontline action, if you are know the mayor and you see an organization that's trying to affect change and you can help facilitate a meeting and use the weight of your relationship to actually facilitate a, a productive meeting, how critical is that? You know, if you just know somebody that has some empty space and, and a group is looking to meet, there you go. And then just thinking about soft skills, networking, again, might fit into this. Uh, being a good listener is really important. If you're trying to do things for your community, you need to know what the community actually wants. A good listener is, can be really hard to find, so that's critical. Um, public speaking, if you don't mind being the one to kind of make the phone calls and do the outreach that like I would rather like crawl into a hole than, than do, what a critical skill. Like everything that you're good at, every thing that you worked on for your professional life, all of these can be slotted in through that lens of skill, belief to tangible action. You know, I gave a couple of examples of things that I'm doing, but I also think about this event I went to in Chicago for Extinction Rebellion. And before the actual march, there was a girl that was really good at origami and she helped people create like hundreds of origami boats with their hopes and fears for the future that floated in the fountain and like how cool is that like she was able to take a really cool artistic talent and translate it into something that brought people together and I think that is the spirit of what I want to get across here. You know, when we start to think about all the types of activism alongside all of our potential skills, we start to paint a picture for ourselves of all the sorts of activities we could do to start building a better world. And because we all have so many cool things to offer, it's always important to think on what skills are most valuable uh, with my limited time and capacity because we've all got limits on our ability to help the cause 
So it's important to find a way to center the work that's most valuable and effective for you and the community or organization you're working with, right? Like I have chronic pain and fatigue. There's kind of a limit to like what I can do out in the world. So in general, it doesn't really make sense to, you know, lose a whole day because I went to an hour meeting where you know, I contributed three words, but if I can do that from home and then use my marketing skills to push messaging out to far more people, that to me is effective, right? Things like that. So just just making sure to be really tactical about this because we are not living in a perfect world where we're given all this time to do the things we want to do and to to foster the world we want want to foster because if we had time to do that, you know, this shitty system would inevitably start to crumble. So we really need to carve out space for that. So to end all of this, I want to shoot you some reflection questions, which again, I'll, I'll leave the link in the show notes to get a copy of these if you would like to look on look at them and reflect on them further. But I really want to make sure that the philosophy becomes action, right? The belief becomes action. Uh, so the reflection questions. Number one, for what reasons do you identify as an activist? And also what makes you hesitant to identify yourself as an activist? The second question, which of the activism examples listed above have you participated in? Which made you feel energized? and which felt exhausting. Number three, I encourage you to make two lists of skills, things you're good at, and skills you truly enjoy using, because they aren't always the same. And the fourth, uh, which of those skills might provide useful to the sorts of activism that you identified as making you feel energized? So in that document, I will give you a personal example so you can kind of see how I worked through those questions, uh, though I did talk through them in this. And I hope you might find that valuable. I think it's when we we know we want to change the world, <laughs> you know, that, that old thing. It's a big driver, but it's very hard to take that desire and turn it into practical action. And so I think that's what I want to encourage you to do in this episode and all episodes, but really start to think tactically because the system is not set up for us to succeed in building alternatives because the alternatives are pretty fucking cool compared to what we're stuck with now. So we really need to make time, make space, and be really mindful of what we're doing. So reflect on these questions. Uh, as always, if you have thoughts, want to share what came up as you thought through these questions, go to the blog post and leave a comment, polybarks.com slash podcast slash three, the word three, um, and let me know. You can also email your reflections or any kind of ideas or things you want to hear or talk about to barksph at gmail.com. And yeah, I'm going to leave you there. I hope you have a great day and let me know what you're doing this week to start to get your activism on. <laughs> Bye.